Unity Water is proud to sponsor this podcast series because we believe great news, great solutions and great outcomes deserve to be shared. See what we're all about at unitywater.com. You're listening to the Australian Water Association's podcast series. I'm Hazel Flynn and joining me now is Luke Dix, Asset Planner Monitoring at SA Water, to talk about a new system they've got for detecting leaks in the pipes running through Adelaide's CBD. Welcome, Luke. Well, uh, thanks for having me, Hazel. So midway through 2017, SA Water began a case study about this new method for detecting leaks in pipes. How were they detected prior to that? Uh, so traditionally, um, before we before we installed these, um, went down this path, they were um, typically uh, phoned in by by customers. So um, pipe would break, customer would notice it after um, any length of time, and and phone them into us, and that would that would start in the um, process of um, of 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 uh, I guess tackling and, and repairing that that break. It's very reactive, it's not really ideal. Yep. You decided you needed to do something else. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So this was, a, this was an approach that we um, had identified to take a bit more of a proactive approach to yeah, managing the maintenance on the water mains, yep. And this new system involves acoustic monitoring. Was that the first and only choice or did you look at other options? Uh, that was the main focus, yeah. So um, for, for this strategy, it was implemented um, in, in a bit of a, Bit broader, um, bit broader project, I guess. Um, but for this particular case, we were looking at acoustics for leak detection and um, to detect the, the water main failures. Yeah. Okay. So, how does the acoustic monitoring work? Yeah. So there's, um, we've got basically an array of, of sensors out in the network. We've got 305 installed over the Adelaide CBD. Um, and they basically monitor, consistently monitor the sound level in the pipe um, throughout the day and then um, pretty intensively overnight. Um, and we basically uh, look at that data and, and trend it and identify um, any anomalies. So, um, so it's, it's the anomalies that when they pop up that we'll start to investigate further. It will start with the desktop analysis and then, um, and then be a, a field um, field investigation, um, but yeah, it's, it's the, the trending of the data. Yeah. Right. So the 305 acoustic loggers that you mentioned, um, they cover something between 70 and 75% of Adelaide CBD's cast mm-hmm. iron pipes. Mm-hmm. You're not using them in other types of pipe, are you? No, we haven't, no. Our, our CBD's um, consists of, of around, of, of um, about 70 to 80% cast iron pipe, so um, it's mostly cast iron. Um, so that, and that's what we've we've had the focus on for that this specific area. Yeah, we've done some um, testing of, of these sensors in other other areas, but um, for the most part, we were focused on the cast iron, given the composition of the Adelaide CBD pipe work. Yeah. yeah, and you talked about the process of interpreting the data. Now that absolutely relies on kind of understanding what each bit mm. of pipe looks like when it's normal, doesn't mm-hmm. it? How do you yeah. how do you get that information? Yeah, that's right. So um, part of it, we, we procured the system as, as kind of an off-the-shelf um, type system. So um, a big part of it for us was trying to understand what it was telling us, um, how how the equipment itself um, operated and then, and then what it could tell us. So um, yeah, it became, um, 
so, so I guess one of the, the first stages was trying to understand the system as it worked, but then we also needed to develop the um, analytics which actually supervised the data um, to uh, basically um, filter the data and alert us of, of any issues. So it's not, a, it's not a manual process, that's not what we wanted to um, implement. So um, yeah, we've got a, it, it comes back to a central database and then an analytics package which um, yeah, which we've developed the analytics to, um, yeah, at, I guess uh, assess the data as it's coming in um, and raise alerts for um, for operators to to start the process of, of um, yeah, the repair. And I think the the Hindley Street Entertainment Precinct uh, gave a pretty good example of why it's important to know your precinct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, one of the things we've seen there is, um, yep, geez, it's pretty busy. Um, over the weekend period um, and we see the data trend so we see really high noise levels um, right through out the night um, on Fridays and Saturday evenings um, and then through the week uh, it's, it's typically a lot quieter so um, that requires I guess a different set of analysis to something that's um, a bit quieter area or, or a bit more consistent so um, yeah, it does vary with, with the areas, so it does require you to be quite engaged with the system and um, it's, yeah, and, and, um, and it does require, I guess, a, set, a real operating team to, um, to, to operate it and, yeah. Yeah, because you might get a level coming back from Hindley Street that would be, oh no, there's a real problem exactly. if it was somewhere else, yeah. but you just go, okay, that's yeah. Friday night, it's Hindley Street, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. So some of the analytics are, um, are just a set threshold that doesn't shift. Some of them are actually, um, we, call them, they, we call them a smart band value, and that basically will follow the trend of the data. So on weekends, the threshold will be a bit higher than um, what it would typically be on a Tuesday. So um, yeah, so we've got a set of alarms. It's not just one alarm that we rolled out over the whole system. We've, we've got a set of techniques of um, yeah, analyzing the data. And that's why the um, operational um, response and the desktop analysis is important too. So it's not, um, the alarms aren't 100% accurate, still requires some level of uh, human analysis um, to, to work out if there's actually a, a leak there or, um, or not, yeah. So other than that issue of you know, building up a nuanced picture and the kind of human judgment, were there any other challenges that arose in the project? Um, yeah, there were. So um, we've got about, as you mentioned before, about um, it's, it's probably a little bit less than 70%. It's about 60% of the pipe covered by it. Um, we didn't quite understand that before um, as we rolled it out, so we were expecting a little bit higher. That's one of the lessons learned and that's something that's come out of the testing, so understanding the um, acoustic transmission um, of different mains. So, and and what happens to the sound as it passes a, a branch? What happens to it um, if there's consumption? That type of thing. So, um, yeah. So that was that was a big one. So understanding um, when, uh, yeah, I guess how how effective and what what level of coverage we've actually got. Um, so yeah, that was probably the biggest one. Um, one other thing I guess that we um, sort of were challenged with a little bit, this, um, this equipment's typically set up to, um, it's, it's, it's leak detection equipment um, and the typical strategy for it is to um, yeah, identify a leak as it happens. We wanted to use it for um, a more of a rapid response thing. So 
originally they come to you at um, the way we, we procured them. They were transmit data once a day. Um, we have challenges in trying to uh, increase the rate of transmission so that we can respond quicker. So, yeah. Well, I think um, the average time between the start of a leak and an alert being transmitted is something like 16 hours, a little bit over 16 hours. Yeah. Do you think it's possible to get that down? Yeah, that's right. So that's and that's the type of thing um, that that we're looking at. So um, I guess when you, if you're transmitting data once per day and and how it was originally set up was at seven o'clock in the morning that data would um, come through. Um, that would that does leave you quite a quite a big gap and then by the time the data is analysed um, and is reacted to it can be can be quite a significant time so some of the things we've been working on is um, trying to increase the rate of, um, of data transmission so it can respond quicker. Um, so the data, the, the loggers do actually have a native um, functionality where they've got onboard monitoring um, and they can check for a threshold exceedance in, in on board the logger and if it gets triggered it will send the data off so that's something we're exploring what that threshold should be um, what time frame that should be um, to to help us achieve what we're trying to achieve which is which is a quick response to um, pipe failures yeah and the cbd has been a great trial for you mm -hmm. sa water covers a lot more than adelaide cbd so yeah. what's the next step yeah it, it um, has been a really good trial um, with with the acoustic lockers themselves, we are still persisting with. So we can we we know there's areas where we can make them better. Um, there's also um, at the moment there's only 50% pipe coverage. So what we are seeing is some pipe failures that were happen out of range of the, of the loggers. Um, so um, in terms of this strategy, we um, be implementing um, probably increasing the density. I'd say of um, of the acoustic loggers in the CBD to get more coverage. Um, in terms of, uh, I guess, the benefits that we're trying to achieve there, um, they're really surrounded in or, or rooted in um, improving the, well, reducing customer impact of water main failures, so the traffic interruption and the, um, and the shutdown. So where it makes sense to expand it into different areas, that's, that's where we'll do it. Um, Adelaide CBD, given the dense population and the, and the I guess, high traffic impact and the, um, and the uh, I guess, the, yeah, the increased impact um, of water main failures in that area um, was the logical choice. So just a matter of where it makes sense. Um, the other, we're also looking at monitoring on trunk mains as well. So it'll be, um, it'll be an acoustic um, type uh, type of analysis that we'll be doing. It'll probably be a bit different so um, to the to the stuff that we've got in the CBD. So it won't be accelerometers, but it will be hydrophones. Yeah. Well, something to watch. Well, thanks for yeah. coming in and sharing that with us, Luke. Thanks, Hazel. Yeah. And that's Luke Dix, Asset Planner for Monitoring at SA Water. Thanks for listening.